0: Hey, church, I'm Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. O Lord, do not let the wicked have their way. Do not allow their plan to succeed when they attack. I know that the Lord defends the cause of the oppressed and vindicates the poor. Certainly, the godly will give thanks to your name, the morally upright will live in your presence. Psalm 140, verse 8, 12, and 13. I was 16 years old when The Bourne Identity was released. I thought it was the best movie ever made, and it's still one of my absolute favorites. Matt Damon plays Jason Bourne, an assassin that works for the CIA. He wakes up one day on a fishing trawler in the middle of the ocean with no recollection of who he is, why he's there, or why he has bullet wounds in his back. He starts the long journey of recovering his memories, trying to figure out who he is. But the CIA thinks that Bourne has snapped. They can't figure out why he's no longer reporting to them, and they believe that their only option is to eliminate him. Thus begins the next two hours of one of the best movies ever. Jason Bourne does everything he can to stay alive. There's foot races, hand-to-hand combat, car chases, explosions, and intrigue. It's one of those movies that kept my attention riveted all the way through. What I didn't realize at 16 years old is that this is a story that's been repeated over and over. The discarded spy is almost a trope at this point. There's always a soldier, a spy, or an assassin. He's been faithful in doing his duty. He's executed on his orders consistently. Then, one of two things happens. The first option in the story is to have the main character uncover some vast conspiracy in the government. They accidentally stumble into evidence that the government is doing some horrible wrong. They then must figure out how to stay alive while putting the bad guys down. The other option is to have the government decide that the main character simply knows too much and is now a threat, and this is what happened to Jason Bourne. Either way, the plotline is the same. The main character has to put his super cool fighting skills to work to stay alive and beat the entire government at its game. I love these things in movies. Honestly, it's a story that just never gets old for me. But then you read the news. You see all the suffering happening in the world. You see all the pain and the hurt and the turmoil, and you start to wonder. Is all this a conspiracy? Are all these seemingly unrelated events connected somehow? Psalm 140 is another psalm describing the struggle of David against the wicked men surrounding him. It's a theme we've covered several times as we've journeyed through the Psalms. But in this psalm, I notice the word plan used several times. The wicked are planning evil things against David. They've laid traps for him. They have planned ways to harm him. There's something about a plan that makes it worse, doesn't it? The difference between first-degree murder and second-degree is the plan. The difference between bad stuff happening and a conspiracy is the plan. When someone has actively spent time thinking about how to cause someone harm, it shows the true evil that's happening. It's why we hate the bad guys at the CIA so much in The Bourne Identity. They are actively planning on how to cause our hero's death. But Psalm 140 makes the case that God is more powerful than any plan. The psalm ends with, A slanderer will not endure on the earth. Calamity will hunt down a violent man and strike him down. Which means he's more powerful than any conspiracy. The last two verses remind us that God has the oppressed, the poor, the godly, and the morally upright on his mind. Those are the people that will live in his presence. Those are the people that will be getting the last laugh. In this day and age, I've noticed a lot of people talking about conspiracies. Maybe it's a weather balloon. Maybe it's an election. Maybe it's something around COVID. People are always taking the information they can see and trying to figure out if there's some kind of master plan behind it, some kind of evil force that's driving this whole thing and has a nefarious purpose working against us. Is there a conspiracy? In my opinion, it honestly doesn't matter. God is the one in whom I trust. God will defend my cause. God will sort this out in eternity. My job is to keep praying and serving with what He puts in front of me. Let's pray. Lord, as I watch the craziness around me, I pray the same prayers David did. Rescue me from the wicked, protect me from violent men. I trust in your ability to shield me. I trust in your power to keep this world going in the right direction. I know that you are working in ways I don't understand. So I choose to rest in you. A couple questions as we close out. First of all, what is it about a plan you think that makes bad things worse? And when you look at the events in our day, do you see a plan or a conspiracy? How does that impact your level of fear or anxiety? And then how does Psalm 140 impact your mindset? Thanks for joining me. Let's have a great day.